HVAC 360, episode number 74, Web Duck Systems, from HR Expo 2014. Welcome back, everybody. Episode of HVAC 360. I'm your host, Matt Nelson. Today we're going to be talking with James Beverages. Uh, beverages? Beverage. Sorry, James. Uh, James Beverage, who is an account manager over at WebDuck Systems. Now, uh, they WebDuck Systems was one of the uh, booths that I uh, frequented at the AHR Expo uh, back in New York City, 2014. Um, yeah, stop by. Um, and it, it, they seemed like, you know, I spent a lot of time over in the, uh, uh, what they refer to as the, um, temperature controls area and, um, the web duck system guys, um, really had, I mean, a neat, a neat system, uh, put up, I guess what really struck my interest is, you know, they're really solving a real problem, you know, uh, a problem that I've seen, you know, firsthand, um, it, it focuses on quality control. Um, uh, and you know, it's just one of those things that even though it may not apply to you, uh, it's something that you probably should know about. I mean, Knowing how the industry operates is always a good thing. Uh, when you're sitting there drawing ductwork, um, you may not understand the ramifications of what you're drawing. And by understanding what the sheet metal foreman and the sheet metal shop go through, it kind of gives you that perspective that you really need to do, uh, you know, to kick your uh, knowledge up to the next level. So, uh you know, basically, it was it was fun talking to these guys. I mean, you know, they're real sheet metal guys, you know, when they're talking about everything by the pound. I mean, when you're talking about, uh, you know, uh, sheet metal, it's, you know, this much poundage and you know, that much poundage. And, you know, it, engineers really don't kind of, you know, work that way. But you know, the sheet metal guys, it's everything. Everything has a weight to it. Um, so that was, uh, it was kind of an interesting, uh, way uh, to go about it. Um, the one thing that, uh, uh, <laughs> gets worked into this conversation and, uh, it, it was interesting because I was, uh, it was, uh, fax machines. Um, a lot of the, uh, people, a lot of the foremen, sheet metal foremen, um, even today still use fax machines to submit their orders. Um, and, you know, depending on how well they draw or diagram or, or, or whatever, um, it gets lost in translation. But I had this conversation with my, uh, my teenager the other day and, uh, you know, I'm like, do you, do you know what a fax machine is? And he had, he's like, he shakes his head. He's had no idea. I'm like, I'm like trying to describe it to him. I'm like, mm, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, making a copy of something, like putting something into a, a copier, copy machine, on my end, and then it shoots it over telephone lines, and it comes out on the other end. Uh, except it's not like a copy because it's really crappy on the on the other end. Um, you know, it was a, it was a terrible copy machine. It went and it's a being, um, but it's 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 one of those items that are just kind of you know going by the wayside. There's fewer and fewer places um, that actually deal with fax machines, um, and I think that you know this solution really is kind of you know one of those things that is, is pushing it, you know, away into the, uh, um, you know, that realm of uh, uh, antiquity, so to speak, for the fax machine. So 
All right, that's my spiel for for uh, for right now. I hope you I hope you uh, uh, learned something from my conversation with uh, James Beveridge, and uh, uh, we'll just uh, uh, wrap this up and cut to the tape. So here we go. All right, today we're talking with uh, James Beveridge, who's an account manager over at WebDuck Systems. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, hey, now, um, uh, a lot of people might not know, but t- tell me a little bit about WebDuck Systems. What's, what's kind of the, uh, the, the origin story behind you? Well, approximately six years ago, uh, a SmackNA contractor uh, wanted to rid a shop of the inefficiencies of fax and called in field tickets and a wasted communication time. He noticed the phone was running off the hook, the fax machine was running steady all day, and he had he tried a few other products from some of the other big software vendors and couldn't get the results he was looking for. So he hired a web development company initially to build WebDuck, and, and that's where we began. So we, uh, we were initially built just to standardize and process field tickets uh, from field, sheet metal field foreman, get rid of the faxes, get rid of the phone calls. And uh, I think after the first week, uh, he rolled it out. He didn't have a single fax anymore, and the phone barely rang. So he, he was very happy right off the bat, and after that, we decided to keep developing the product and move it public and, and, and introduce it to other contractors as well. Wow, that is that is significant. I mean, you know, really, sometimes you, you try to, you know, find a, find a solution. It may not necessarily work right away, and you, you end up tweaking it for a period of time. But that seemed to be kind of one of those things that he just hit it, addressed it, and, and got it done. Yeah, absolutely. There was uh, there was definitely still a lot of tweaking. It's it's such a custom uh, a custom trade where everything is built from flat piece of metal, and uh, every shop manu- might manufacture just a little bit differently, different names, uh, different processes. So there there is definitely a steep learning curve and a lot of feedback from uh, from different people in the shop, different people in the field, what they both want uh, from product managers down to the admin and trying to keep everyone happy at different levels of the company as well. So it, it was a great success right off the bat, but it's, it's an ongoing project and will always be uh, an ongoing project. So we're always developing, adding new features as we get new requests. So now, I mean, people might, you know, the listeners might kind of say, hey, you know what, why are you talking about, um, you know, a web-based system that's it's primarily for contractors? Um, you know, and, and I guess to, to, to answer that myself, it's, one of these things where, uh, you know, we tend to um, kind of uh, really isolate ourselves in, in what we do. Um, and I'm just trying to bring back more of a integration on, you know, providing a little cross-training information for everybody. Um, now, I guess saying that, not everyone listening is a contractor. So I guess, you know, explain, you know, I guess go over a little bit more slowly. What was the typical process in the past? Uh, in the past, on a job site, the, the sheet metal field foreman would take a notepad and mark down all of his dimensions for run of duct. Uh, from there, he would then by hand sketch to the best visibility, and that's one of the big issues, is everyone, everyone would draw a three-dimensional product a little differently. So he'd draw the fittings, include the dimensions, the metal gauges, manufacturing specs, and some job info. And as I said, the big issue was this resulted in incomplete data and no standardization as each field foreman could draw what they wanted. So from there, the, the former would have to find a fax machine and send it to the shop, and that would inevi- inevi- inevitably result in a series of calls to fill in on missing data and decide for what the foreman wanted on the job. 
Um, nowadays, you see a lot of guys will they'll use their smartphone or tablet to take a picture of the sketch and email it in that way. But it still doesn't solve the problem of no standardization and, and the actual order processing. So they still have to take those fittings, they have to process them and punch them into their cam, get them costed, get them out to the shop floor, and get them out to the admin, project managers, and in some cases, general contractor as well. Now, I mean, obviously this is, this is a little bit of a loaded question, but can't you just install ductwork based on engineered drawings? Ideally, you can, and, and that's the idea behind a true BIM workflow. The architect, the engineer, the GC, and all the mechanical subtrades are on the same page. They work together on the design, and they all stick to it. Um, WebDuck's really designed for, for commercial work, and, and the reality is creating perfect, extremely complex structures from, from 3D models is not going to happen. Uh, there are too many variables involved in the building process. Uh, changes happen on the job site, and the cost to actually build the CAD drawing can be enormous overhead as well. So for a sheet metal contractor, why spend all that money meticulously building design, fabricating duct design based off the CAD model, and then get, get to site and realize that another mechanical subtrade made a change, you're going to have to field measure the duct anyways. And I don't know when this happened, but quite a few years ago, basically on, on a job site, generally the the sheet metal contractor will be the last one to install. So even though they have the biggest mechanical system by size, they're going to go in after the, the pipe fitters, the plumbers, everyone like that. So if there's been any sort of change, uh, all of a sudden that throws off the run of duct, they're going to have to field measure the duct anyways. Right, right. And typically, I, I guess from what I've seen, is that, you know, you have a lot of the ductwork come out. I mean, one of the things they have to do is generate coordination drawings. I think that's a typical you know, process that they, they would they would throw out there. But you'll be able to get, like, the major ductwork in. Um, but once it comes to, you know, certain types of fittings, um, connections, uh, ch in changes like you're referring to, um, that's when you're going to have to go and say, okay, you know what, we'll get most of it up. And then, you know, because that way we can kind of prep the job a little bit and not have to kind of feel order every single, you know, uh, you know piece of, you know, stick a ductwork or run a ductwork. Um, and then we'll get those those specialty pieces and those fittings um, back to uh, back to the shop to get, uh, you know, put up. Absolutely. Doing uh, and this is quite common. Um, you draw in your main runs, your main lines of duct, I should say. And then you field measure the, the lines running off that that trunk or main line of duct. So um, you, you get your big stuff in, and then all the lines running off, uh, you can field measure them because it's the main line probably won't change, and then everything else you might have a few adjustments here and there. So absolutely, that's that's a very common workflow. Now, I guess the the technology, in my in my opinion, I guess has always been a problem anywhere. I mean, the, there, there's the learning curve, there's the adoption, there's the, you know, it used to be a pager, it used to be a self, now it's a, a cell phone, uh, now it's a smartphone, um, and, and people are, are gradually, you know, getting used to it. But it, it's more of, you know, hey, what, what is the uh, company going to provide their field, uh, field people? Um, is really is really what it boils down to, and some of them are kind of a little bit resistant. I mean, I'm still today dealing with a guy who has a pager and a fax machine, and that's all he has um, out in the field. So if you know, if I want to get a hold of him, you know, it's a no go. I mean, that and that's today in you know 2014. 
So it, it, it amazes me somehow. But I mean, technology, obviously, how, how did you, I mean, I guess, how do you approach that when you're, when you're talking to owners saying that, you know, I mean, to typically, are you, are you talking with owners who are a little bit more uh, technically savvy or, you know, are you dealing with owners that, you know, really have to catch up quite a ways? Um, is this kind of a stretch for them implementing this, this new system? No, there's a, Implementation versus integration will always be a problem, and uh, at this point in time, technology really isn't the issue, um, and I would argue it probably never is the issue. Most of the contractors I talk to have already rolled out some sort of device to their field crews, whether it's a laptop, a tablet, a smartphones as well. Um, they're, pr- they're pretty much ubiquitous in both uh, personal and professional aspects of everyone's life, and I think that most owners realize just simple things like email, time cards, uh, the access to drawings, um, any sort of ordering tool can provide a lot of value. And they need to connect their remote workers back to the shop, back to their, their admin, project managers. And the best way to do that is to utilize technology. Um, but there absolutely can be, resi- can be resistance uh, to change. I think I read the other day the average age of field foreman is 51. So that means they've probably been in the industry for 20-plus years. And this is this is a rather new new way of doing things. So instead of the the hand sketched orders that are faxed or called in, uh, they're going to have to utilize a, a tablet or a laptop, or whatever it might be. And some guys are gung ho and and re- ready to do that. Others, obviously, they there's that human aspect where there's that resistance to change. Absolutely. Okay, and and you know I, I think that most of it, you know, when you when you're talking about these these products. Um, the successful ones, and obviously that's you know your implementation for your own uh, your own service, um, really kind of speaks to hey there was success, and they didn't necessarily they 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 really you know took ownership of this change and it worked for them. And I think that the the one feedback that they get is you know if something comes out and it's incorrect, it's a big hassle. You know, I mean, obviously, that's that's one of your uh, benefits to the the whole you know system is that you don't have that kind of miscommunication. But let, let's let's specifically talk uh, now. I mean, we've talked about WebDuct. What is WebDuct? I mean, is it is it a product? Is it a service? It is you know what what exactly is it? It's a service, so it's a it's a cloud based service. Um, and the kind of the way it works is that each each company will have its own deployment. It's branded to them with their shop standards, um, their their cost and information in the market. All their foremen are put into the system. Uh, then you have control over what fittings, uh, what products you want them to be able to order, and then you can process those orders. So we set it up to integrate into your CAM system um, to, to split the orders up based off your shop layout, um, time cards as well, everything like that. So. We come on site and we actually implement the system and integrate it into your current workflow and get get it up and running for you. Um, but it's your own deployment, but it is a service. So I, I guess explain that to people who may not know cloud computing, you know, software as a service kind of terminology. Uh, cloud computing is the direction every major player in the industry is going. That's Microsoft, Google, Amazon. And even software vendors in the MAP industry like Autodesk are going. Um, it's remote data hosting. So instead of having a server internally or 
downloading traditional installed software that only works on one platform that's installed on one machine. You don't have to install anything. You can access the service or data from any device with an internet connection. And you have a significantly lower cost of ownership. So you're not, you're not bogged down with IT costs. You're not managing a server in your office. You can access your data from anywhere. It's uh, kind of the, the core tenant is, uh, is this, that these companies, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, they, they, they're going to be able to manage your data much better than you could ever, ever do it, and they're going to be able to do it at a much lower cost. Um, and they're also going to give you the freedom to use any device, uh, any platform to access it, and not be tied down to, to installing it on a machine and updating it and everything like that. Right. And I think that that's really one of the core benefits of the software as a service kind of uh, aspect and mentality is that you don't have to keep it up to date. I mean, anybody who's dealt with any sort of software package in the past, you know, 20 years has kind of understood that, you know, it, it, it gets out of date and then you have to spend time and you have to, you know, kind of, you know, uh, reinstall it or install the updates or, you know, exactly how you do that it becomes kind of complicated. People tend to, I guess, resist that change to a new, uh, you know, uh, I guess, uh, uh, a new version of the software. And so they end up leaving the old one, which can be problematic. So software as a service kind of eliminates that hassle by, you know, just being able to always have the latest and greatest um, be available to you. Um, and obviously, cloud computing, basically, it, it's, it's browser-based, correct? Exactly. It's, it's web-based, so um, it, it's all online. You're not downloading anything. All you need is an internet connection. Um, I was talking to another vendor a few months ago, and at that time, 75% of their customers were still using Windows XP, and this was long after Microsoft uh, stopped supporting it. They just wouldn't upgrade. Um, so you can imagine the headaches they're going through with their, with their new releases, trying to get, and they might not even support Windows XP, so they have to upgrade all their clients' operating systems uh, to, to even get them to upgrade to use a product. So it, it's a huge hassle um, and a huge cost as well. So the, the, the benefit of SAS or software as a service is that it's the lowest cost of ownership. All you need is an internet connection. You need a web browser. That's it. All those other headaches are out the window. You don't have to worry about them. Right. Now, and, and I guess security is another thing. When I think of software as a service, you know, my exposure to it has been – you know, if something, you know, comes out and it's like, hey, there's this new virus or this new, um, you know, loophole that people, you know, hackers are exploiting, software as a service patches that up right away. And you have somebody doing it for you rather than having, okay, now I'll have to, I have to drop everything and, and go address this this pressing issue. You know, I mean, obviously there's the, there's the you know, the update install and then there's these critical updates um, that come along, but the software as a service model handles that. Yes, exactly. Uh, some people are, are a little leery of having their data stored by a third party, like Amazon Web Services, for example. Um, but the reality is, I mean, Amazon doesn't go down. It might happen once every few years for a couple minutes, and that's it. I mean, if you had your own installed software on your dev on your, your laptop, on your desktop, whatever it might be, you're probably going to be every month, every few weeks, uh, downloading new updates, uh, supporting it. Uh, as you said, new soft, new security software, antivirus, everything like that. And there's only a certain life of a, of a 
computer. I'm, I mean, I'm, realistically, you're going to get a few years out of a, out of a laptop or a desktop, and they're going to have to get a new one. Being cloud-based, it doesn't really matter. Um, you don't have to worry about all that data that's locked into that computer because it's all in the cloud. You can access it from any, any device. So there is definitely uh, some benefits from the security side as well. Now, I guess uh, rolling it out, you talked about you know kind of holding the hands of of anybody who's deploying the service. Um, the field agents that actually get the you know whether it be a smartphone, whether it be a a, a tablet, um, obviously even, even could be just a, a standard computer, anything with a web browser, basically um, can access this. It's it's so I guess kind of explain what does it look like. Generally, what we do when we come on site, and we'll, we'll be on site for three days, is we uh, we configure everything. So we sit down with someone who has uh, understanding of the shop standards, manufacturing standards, and that's equipment and and how they fabricate. And what we'll do is we'll put that data into their deployment, and then we build their catalog. So what they what fittings they want to available. So what they like to manufacture, what's cost effective for them, what their field or field form are going to need on a job site, and then any other stock products, so accessories, tools, hardware that they need. And then uh, from there, what we'll do is we'll train the, the field foreman. So generally what happens is we'll train uh, either a few champions. So, uh, for example, five field foremen get web duct loaded onto their tablet or laptop. So we'll just bookmark a browser or save a browser on, uh, on the desktop. And then from there, they can uh, we'll, we'll set their passwords, their login information. So it's really straightforward. All they need is their email address and a password, and they're good to go. That's all they have to remember. So there's nothing really to download. We'll set a link, and then they log in on the job site, and they can begin, begin submitting orders right away. So now when you look at the interface, they, they've, they've logged in. Is it going to be kind of like a uh, uh, more or less a shopping cart, kind of like, hey, I want one of these, one of that? Um, how does that work? Well, the fittings, uh, it's all 3D CAD accurate, so there's some geometry behind it, and Basically, what will happen is they'll, they'll log in, they'll enter some information. All the shop standards are preset, so that's the gauge, the connectors, uh, material, the, the spec. Um, so they can override that information, but it's all preset to, uh, to how the shop likes to manufacture. So for them, they just have to enter the dimensions, for example, on a piece of straight duct, the width, the, uh, the depth, and then the length will autofill based off the connectors they use, based off either SMACNA standards or their own company shop standards. So it's really straightforward, um, but it, but uh, for the tools, accessories, and hardware, it is it's just like shopping on Amazon. It, it's uh, it's what the guys are used to. So they just they just pick a product, they enter how many they want, any variables on the product, so uh, different sizes, things like that, and then they hit submit. It goes on their job order, and then they have a cost and a poundage right away. So now I, I guess is there you know. Can you uh, order things besides ductwork? Yes, absolutely. WebDuck's designed for ductwork, but you can put anything a foreman might need on a job site on WebDuck, and that's what all of our customers do. So tools, accessories, hardware, safety supplies. Um, and especially depending on the stage of the job, a lot of foremen might need to start off with a big order of tools and accessories to get a job site up and running. Um, so anything your guys would need on the site, you can put on WebDuck. So it's it's kind of a universal ordering tool outside of just the ductwork. Um, and that way, if you're the uh, purchasing agent or the shop or the admin or whoever might handle tools, if you run a tool crib, 
just you're not getting a paper order or faxed an order while the shop's getting a standardized digital order. It's all going to be the same order. So, so it really changes how you process everything coming in from the field. Now, is there any sort of safeties that, you know, uh, say, for instance, you know, somebody <clears throat> accidentally, you know, ordered, you know, 100 ladders as opposed to 10 six-foot ladders? Yeah, there was a, that's part of that learning curve. So a couple of years ago, we built in some fail-safes. Um, if you go over uh, nine items, it'll automatically pop up and ask you, sure, you want these 11 items, for example, just in case a guy double taps. Um or anything like that. So we want to limit the mistakes as much as possible, and we, we have built in a lot of fail-safes to do that. Um, so in terms of the standardization, uh, on that end, duct manufacturing is extremely customized. So um, with the traditional ordering method, as I mentioned earlier, a foreman has no parameters on what he can order. With the deployment of web duct, you have control over everything your remote workers have access to and how they order the fittings. So you can lock down the max, maximum dimensions, uh, the connectors they can use, so all the duct is connected uh, by different connectors or joints, as we call them. So that could be slip and drive, TDF, TVC, duct main. So you can control what connectors your foreman have, the, the gauge, so the metal gauge, um, the spec, so plus two water gauge, plus four water gauge, and really lock it down. So you, And especially on a, a job-per-job job basis, if you, if you needed to, if there's certain specs on a job, then you can control control how the guys order and ensure that they're ordering those specs for that job. So it's uh, it does a lot in terms of standardization and in terms of a complete ordering tool. Now a lot of, a lot of times you you uh, and this is I kind of learned on the uh, the floor of the expo, but it's a, it's not just a internal uh, um, tool for you know a shop. It can also be, say, for instance, you know, in in a, in a local area, uh, you have you know a couple different. If you're a sheet metal shop and you have a couple people that uh, you know, say you run a specialty, uh, you know, if you have a, um, um, a what a um, a specialty line that you run like a round duct, and uh, they can order from you. You can give them access, and it can actually operate like an e-commerce site where they order. Is that, is that correct? Am I getting that right? That is correct. Uh, we built out an e-commerce module, and uh, running, a, running a sheet metal shop is a huge overhead. The equipment's extremely expensive. Union labor, obviously, is extremely expensive. Um, so a lot of companies are just install-only. Install they don't have a shop, so they'll, they'll just install the ductwork and they'll buy it from a, a third-party manufacturer's. So there's, there's quite a big industry of just manufacturers who just make the duct work and they sell it to the install guys. So we built the e-commerce solution uh, for the sheet metal manufacturers to sell duct install-only contractors. Um, it allows the install-only contractors to get a quote in order 24-7. So just like anything web-based or online, they can, they can do it at their convenience. So if they have eight hours in a day to hang duct and build to, build to a client, they can they can get on the job site. They can work for eight hours, and if they need to order that night, they can just sit sit down at home at their desktop and they can punch in an order. And they'll instantly get a quote, so they'll instantly know their cost. So if it wasn't a job site and they needed to get a change order to uh, to an engineer on site or the general contractor, they can punch in their order right there on site with WebDuct uh, on their iPad or on their tablet. They can get the quote, get approved, and then send it into the manufacturer. Now this so, is. Sorry, go ahead, Matt. Oh. 
So, so this is in, in essence, you have a, a a great estimating tool. I know that obviously, you know, different companies have estimators on staff, um, and they're specifically focused on you know getting the next job, getting that getting that um, uh, that number correct. Um, so this is in essence helping the project manager not uh, uh, kind of uh, utilize that resource, so to speak, um, improperly. Yeah, we want to limit the amount of hands that touch every order and the, the, the overhead to process every order. And if we can get every order in costed on a per-fitting basis, so instead of just doing a run of duct, it breaks it down per-fitting based on all your costs, manufacture the duct and the material as well. Um, it's a huge advantage because you're not tying up an estimator. It's going to provide a quicker turnaround. It's going to allow that estimator as well to, to, to go in and win new work instead of having to price change orders coming to the shop or field-measured runs of duct, things like that. So... There's a, there's a big advantage for that, and on the e-commerce side as well, I think generally most duct, duct manufacturers uh, who sell to install-only contractors, they might get one to three out of every ten jobs they bid. So for every every ten quotes they do for, for guys walking into their shop, they might only get one to three of those. So if, if their customers can quote themselves and get a price themselves without tying up their estimating department, that's a huge... Uh, that's a huge return and a very significant value proposition, in my opinion. Um, so instead of stacking that overhead of the estimator on that one job they get out of 10 jobs, they can empower their, their customers to, to quote themselves any time, 24-7. Um, so it, it's, it's a huge advantage if you, if you can get your customers on there. It's, uh, it's going to drastically reduce your costs. Basically, you have no hassle pricing. Exactly. So... Standardized, standardized pricing, and and you can like get your customers in there. They can they can do it themselves instead of uh, tying you down. And for example, I was talking to a contractor in Southern California. He uses a WebDuck e-commerce module, and he deals with a lot of uh, HVAC technicians, uh, guys who do refrigeration work as well. But they might need to order some some ducts from time to time. And these guys, uh, they're they're not they're not union guys. They're not used to the ordering duct work, things like that, up to snack the standard. So there's always a huge hassle for their customers. Uh, they have to go into the shop and sit down with someone, explain what they want, and then get feedback, and then put the order in from there. So a huge amount of overhead for everyone to process these orders. So now with their deployment of WebDuck, these guys can log in from their job site instead of driving to the shop. They can punch the order, and it's going to come into SMACNA, their shop standards. It's already costed. Um, they're not going to have to pick up the phone, anything like that. So it's the same standardization for that and benefits for that e-commerce customer, our customer. So that downloads directly into your CAM system, the order tracking, the order splitting, everything like that. But for the for their customer, there's also a huge, huge value proposition and a significant benefit as well because it also saves them time, cuts down their costs, and allows them to to work independently and not have to rely on this this contractor and waste their time on the phone and wait, wait for the turnaround to get a quote and everything like that. Now you, you've mentioned a couple of times that, uh, order splitting or splitting groups. Can you explain that a little bit? Um, what we did is, uh, since we carry more than just duct work and you put your tools, accessories and everything on there is we built what we call order fulfillment groups. So you can put any products in different fulfillment groups. So you can have your ductwork group or your shop group, and all the fittings will go there. And then you can have your stock product group, so things you might buy out, like a spiral elbow. 
and you can put all your all your stock products in a stock fulfillment group and same thing for your tools and your hardware so your your warehouse items and so when an order is submitted so if a guy in the field it's the exact same ordering process he picks what he needs let's say he's a few fittings and some tools and some warehouse items when he submits that order it's going to split up between those order fulfillment groups so each fulfillment group will have an admin who's responsible for those products so the uh, the tool who's in charge of the tool crib will, will receive the tools automatically. So when that order is submitted, I, everyone's going to get a notification that an order has been submitted, and then they're going to have their own work order of the products they need to get ready for that for that job or that work order. And they can update their own order status. So when they get the order, they can put it in production, and they can say, okay, it's ready for ship and pickup. And then when, when the order is picked up or, or delivered on the job site, they can toggle it to uh, delivered. So, so it's... No, I don't mean to interrupt you, but so I mean, as far as as far as the delivery goes, then um, how does how does that look to somebody in the field? I mean, what are, what are they looking at when they look at when they log into Webduct? They've they've processed an order, hit submit, and and what are they looking at now? As soon as the field foreman submits an order, or whether it's a, a e-commerce customer from a, from a manufacturer. They're going to get a notification right away letting them know that job number 20742 has been submitted. Uh, it's on this job. This is when you need it by, and a, a link back to their field PDF. So the field PDF will give them everything they ordered, broken down into different groups, all the dimensions, what job it's on, everything like that. So it's a, it's a clean cut sheet. And for them, they when they go back to the work order archive, they can see the fulfillment groups, so they can see the the stock items, the, the shop items, tools, warehouse, for example, and they can see the order status in each group. So it's, it doesn't change anything on the, on the field side except for that they can track their order. And when all the, when all sections of the order, all fulfillment groups are toggled to ready for shipping pickup, the field foreman or the, the e-commerce customer will automatically get a notification letting them know that Job order 20742 is ready for pickup or shipping, expected on the job site or swim by the shop. So standardizes that communication as well, lets them know when the order is ready. They can see where it is in the manufacturing process at all times. Um, so it, it, it really helps with the communication between the shop and the field or from the shop to, uh, to an e-commerce customer as well. So, I mean, basically back, you know, before they would implement the solution, they'd have to kind of you know, either wait for shipments or they'd have to call back to the, um, uh, the people, uh, call back to their shop and say, hey, is this order ready? Um, you know, that, that's the kind of, uh, that's what they have to go through? Yeah, I mean, g- generally I, for a lot of f- field foremen, and this is another thing on WebDuct, is you can set the day that the days they can pick their order to be ready. So if you're backed up in the shop and you use a three to five days to turn around and order, you can set it so they can order a a run a duct for the next day. It has to be three to five days out. So with that and with the with the, the fulfillment groups and the order statuses, now when the order is submitted, the, the guy in the field will know, okay, this is going to be a, a slower turnaround. And if he did need, for example, a rush job, and a lot of the field guys, and every, every job's a rush job, but uh, they can put a note in with the order as well, just saying, can you give me a call? I really need this. Uh, I really need this tomorrow. Uh, the job's job site's shutting down, this is my one chance to get it in, or whatever it might be. And then, then the shop can see that and give them a call if they do, act, if they do really need it earlier and they, they have to kind of rush the job. So uh, traditionally what would happen is 
um, the shop foreman or whoever it might be might receive a fax or an email. It'll have every, it'll have a kind of a different fittings with scribbles and things like that, and maybe some tools on it, or maybe that'll come in as a different uh, fax later on in the day. And then they'd have to split the orders up, basically. So they'd have to run the duct out to the shop floor and give it to the cam operator or someone like that to figure out what exactly they want. And then they have to take the tool part and it has to go to the tool crib. But with WebDuck, that's all automated. So based off your manufacturing layout, you can control where every section, every fitting tool, accessory, and hardware on the deployment will go in your shop automatically. Excellent. So I guess what are, what are some of the, you know, uh, things that you get, uh, some feedback you get from the uh, the users? Um, generally, the feedback uh, on the metal side, I mean, on the front end of WebDuck, we, we built it to be as easy to use as possible. So we, we built it with the field, the shop in mind. Um, so generally, the feedback is we're very easy to use, have a low cost of ownership, and and I mean, when properly implement, implemented, we definitely deliver a measurable return. So a lot of a lot of companies, uh, the, the feedback is at first it, there, there's going to be some implementation issues. I mean, it's it's such a custom industry. It's going to take a few days for us on site to get everyone trained, get it get it implemented in the shop and the field, everything like that. And and it, there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve depending on the foreman um, to 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 order remotely through. Uh, through a cloud-based service like WebDuck. But once they're into it, they're never going to go back. So once they get used to it, the feedback's great. I mean, I, I talked to a foreman not too long ago. He's been in the industry 29 years. And when we were on site, he, he was not interested at all. And within two months, he was submitting 45 to 60 orders a month on WebDuck. And he said he can never go back. It's just once you get used to it and you make that change and, and, you, and you accept the change, it's... Uh, it makes a huge difference, and I mean the feedback's absolutely excellent. And uh, once the guys get get used to it, it's uh, it can make a real difference in your operations, and really does deliver a, a significant return. Now, anything anything that uh, that you've learned from your customers that they didn't expect when they they implemented it? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, we we learn something new from pretty much every customer because they, they each do something a little bit differently. Uh, a lot of a lot of new feature requests, new new uh, new new features that they would like that can be very customized or pertain just to them. Um, one company that I found this uh, interesting is they had a lot of guys walk in walk into uh, walk into their office with a and then request a, an order of duct or something like that. So these guys would walk in and. They'd have some scribbles down. They'd go to the secret secretary, or the admin, and they'd go and go to the shop foreman, something like that. So what they did was they they set their their admin up with a with a seat on web desk. So when these guys walked in, she'd just say, "Here, punch your order in, or I'll punch it in myself." And it really is that easy to use. So even though they they had no duck 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 fork training or sheet metal training, they mm-hmm. they were able to figure it out and punch their orders in themselves. So it's uh. Yeah, so in that case, that was something new. I, I had never heard that, but they had their, their secretary on, on WebDuck uh, costing jobs for their walk-in customers. 
I can I can see that kind of uh, negatively impacting the guys in the field saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I'm going to walk to the shop and and submit this order. And I'm going to talk to Joe for half an hour and get a cup of coffee or whatever. So <laughs> exactly. We got to talk about the hockey game or the basketball game and catch up. And, and that's the whole thing. I mean, it's it's great. I mean, if, if when someone calls you, though, you're going to talk about the weather, what's going on. And if if you can eliminate that, I mean, it's 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 a huge benefit. Right, exactly. Um, now, I guess, you know, obviously the question is, is WebDuck a fit for everyone? Um, if, if you're a sheet metal fabricator and installer, then yes, absolutely. Outside of that, on, on the mechanical side, uh, not necessarily. So we build WebDuct for, for duct work. Um, and uh, you can put any products you want on, onto WebDuct. And generally, if I mean, in my experience, if, if you fabricate ductwork and you install ductwork and you're a commercial sheet metal contractor, then absolutely what ducts for you. So even the, even the smallest shops see a benefit. Yes, absolutely, and, and they often have the the biggest benefit to gain. Um, maybe they're a little behind on on utilizing technology, and and maybe they don't have. Uh, upstairs software so maybe they don't have an estimating system maybe they don't have other other software programs or they don't have they don't have a CAD program so WebDuck has a lot to offer them and being SAS or software as a service it's 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 a different pricing model as well than traditional software so it's not a big upfront fee um, so it's month to month so that they can control their cost it's flexible so it really has a lot to offer smaller contractors uh, in particular, in my opinion. So, I mean, I guess the bottom line, what is, you know, the, the typical installation? What is the typical cost of, of, of the system? Well, in our experience, what, what we do is uh, we, we try to make getting started with WebDuct uh, a low-risk, low-cost, and flexible. So what we, what we do is we charge a flat rate to cover a three-day site visit. So what we'll do is come on site, as I mentioned earlier, and configure everything, customize it, train everyone, and, and implement it. And then from there, we, we provide 60 days of unlimited use to roll WebDuck out to your field crews. So that gives you 60 days to get everyone in your company in WebDuck for no cost, get them up and running, get the feedback. Um, maybe a field foreman will notice that he might need a particular type of screw and that wasn't on the deployment, and, and then you add it, for example, or the parameters on the fittings need to be increased from 200 to 400, um, based off what the guys need. So we'll give you that 60 days to get it out there and implement it for no cost. And then after that, you can either move to month-to-month billing. So if, if you fluctuate in your, your, your workers quite a bit, which is common in the industry, so you're really busy, you have 15 to 20 foremen, and then you hit a slow period, you're going down to 8 to 12, you can ramp up and ramp down every month. Or you can just commit to an annual contract uh, for a base number of seats because it's all done on a per seat basis and uh and then you can add foreman as need be i mean that sounds great i mean just you know as far as being flexible like that that's um you know it really is what you know contractors need you know they just need something that they can they can use and that that they're not gonna you know end up paying for something they're not using so that's that's always great yeah exactly so you we're not going to we're not going to charge you up front. And especially in, in, in this industry, I've found that a lot of companies have multiple 
duplications of the same software, so from different vendors. Um, and some of the, some of it might be outdated, but it's just bought over the years, and a lot of it just sits on the shelf and is never implemented. So we want we want to implement it with you and for you, get it up and running, and then from there, we're not going to charge you a, a, a huge fee up front. You you have complete control over what your bill is going to be every month. You can ramp up, ramp down. So it's really uh, we want to make it as easy as possible and uh, really really let them customize it to the business. All right. So uh, I guess what um, you know uh, we've talked a lot about the product. Is there anything that uh, we haven't covered, James? Uh, I think that's probably it's. Probably about it on my end. I, I mean, do you have any other questions? Well, I guess uh, maybe, um, you know, obviously we've, we've kind of gone through and we've described this product, um, which, you know, all things considered, it's a kind of a visual product. What, what, how would, you know, what's the best way for somebody if they're, you know, if they are a sheet metal contractor or they know a sheet metal contractor, um, what's the best way for them to kind of um, learn a little bit more about what it, what it looks like and, and, and um, you know, possibly get a, a demo of it? Uh, the, the, the best way to evaluate WebDuct is, is either through an online demo or a site visit where we can walk you through deployment and, and you can look at, look at every aspect of it. And it's uh, a lot of people look at it as a just a field ordering tool, but it does so much more than just sheet metal. It does everything your field guys would need. It ties into your fabrication software. It's, it costs everything. There's labor time. So it's really, it's really a, a simple program on the front end to operate, but there's a lot of stuff going on in the back end. So everyone's always blown away when they sit down and go through a demo and they realize uh, how many different areas of the company that WebDuck uh, touches. So from the admin to the project managers, estimated department, shop, the field uh, to the ownership, so it's it's really the best way to evaluate WebDuck is through product demo, uh, whether that's online or site visit. All right, great. Well, I appreciate you being on the show, James. And uh, you know, I, once again, it was it was one of those things I wasn't necessarily looking for at the AHR Expo, but when I started talking to uh, uh, the guys at the booth there and yourself. Um, you know, it was something that it, it fascinated me um, just from the uh, the way that, you know, I mean, I, I like to think of I have kind of an intuitive sense of, of whether something's, you know, kind of a, a, a meaty product that has a lot to it or it's a little bit of a, a fluff. But um, I really like the way that uh, uh, yeah, your product went together and it made a lot of sense to me, especially uh, from from what I remember at uh, um, my stint at the, uh, the, the sheet metal shop there. I appreciate that, Matt, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. And I think uh, I think everyone's looking for mobile solutions at this point, whether it's uh, time cards, Autodesk BIM 360 glue, different drawing and amendment programs like Plan Grid. There's, there's a lot out there, and there's, there's a lot of value uh, in, in introducing mobile technology to your field crews and tying them in, back into the shop and the field uh, together. It, it definitely delivers a lot of value and. Uh, I think it, as in the industry progresses, you're going to see more and more uh, programs come out and more and more tools uh, be made available. All right. Well, thanks again for being on the show. All right. Thanks, Matt. All right. And we're back. Thanks again to our guest, James Beveridge from WebDuck. 
Systems. Um, appreciate him taking his time out of a schedule uh, to be able to talk with us about uh, his solution, um, his service that that uh, they provide. Uh, thanks to you for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, it uh, you know really you know, warmed my heart to 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 see the uh, the uh, statistics every month. Um, to uh, to know that you appreciate and you know you understand uh, that you are listening to this. Uh, I guess a couple of different things that you can do. Uh, sign up for my newsletter. If you've never been to the website buildingx.co, uh, go to the website, sign up for the newsletter. I'm um, trying to get out things like uh, the reading list, uh, different notices. I'm um, trying to build that up a little bit. I haven't been, you know, as proactive in the in the past, uh, but I'm trying to get that out and uh, make it something that's uh, really useful to you on a regular basis. So uh, please, I guess the best thing that you can do is. Uh, to go sign up for my newsletter. I'd really appreciate it. If you like the episode, pass it along. If you know a contractor, a uh, sheet metal contractor, that uh, would be interested in this, um, you know, obviously, you know, it's something that is going to save him money. Um, and I know that he'd appreciate it. So uh, if you want to have uh, some uh, some bonus points with different contractors you know, maybe pass along the episode. Give them the hint. Uh, otherwise... If you would, uh, other things you can do, uh, give me some comments on iTunes. I'd appreciate that uh, greatly. Otherwise, email uh, if you have any uh, suggestions. If you liked the episode, if you didn't like the episode, if you want to hear something different, please email me at matt at buildingx.co. Also, I'm on Twitter every now and then. And you can follow me on LinkedIn. So... That's it for this week. I hope you had uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And oh as always, remember know what you build and share what you know. Mm-hmm.